Jets, what's going on, man? I am back for another quick episode, and I know I say that a lot, but y'all, y'all bear with me. So, again, let me go ahead and build the point to address the responses that are going to occur when I get into topics like this about how somebody's hurt and all that other shit. Have I been cheated on? Yeah. Have I cheated? Yes. Is it foul to do that to somebody? Yes. Do I agree that men should do it or women should do it? No. I think it's trash to do that to anybody. I think people should be honest. I think communication is key in these relationships. And men should vocalize their needs. Men need to start vocalizing their needs. Don't let yourself get into these relationships because you're desperate and thirsty. And then you end up kind of stringing this woman along, this poor woman who thinks you're invested when you're not. And you're just kind of desperate to just have her because she's just somebody and you're not really out there pursuing what you really want. And also be realistic. Like we, we tell women to be realistic and not hypergamous, but a lot of us as men, we, we lower our standards so much that we ultimately make ourselves unhappy. And it's like, you're getting into these situations and I've done it my damn self where you're like, well, I just, just had to get some ass because society programmed you that you weren't a man unless you were currently having sex because they moved the goalposts on it. Before it was like, don't be a virgin and you're a man. Now it's like, oh, you need to have had sex with multiple women. And then they moved it again to like, well, you need to be able to spin plates with multiple women at the same time and have sex with multiple women in a one week span. And then it's probably, you know, the next thing the PUAs and the fucking red pillars will come up with is you need to be having multiple, having sex with multiple women in a 24 hour period. Like, I mean, I've done that before, honestly. I've actually had a couple of three and foursomes, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and I'm really not bragging that. Again, this isn't some incel speaker, none of the other shit. So clearly, let's just have the conversation. Let's get away from the name calling and all the other shit because I'm talking about some shit that happens and it actually occurs. And yes, yes, men do it. There's no barometer out there that really can tell whether or not men do a majority of the cheating or women do the major- do a majority of the cheating. But here's where I'm critical of women and this isn't my male bias or anything like that. Why I'm critical of women on this particular subject is simple. Women rationalize it. And this goes into the title of the episode. This one's going to be called Toxic Femininity 3. The Rationalization of Serial Cheating. Or something along, along the lines of that. I forgot. I'm having a, I'm a headache and I've had a, a crazy long day. But um, I just got to get this one off, man. Because I, I, it's, it's a com- I have combos at work and talk with people and try to get a, somewhat of a baseline of other people's experiences. There are foreign cats here, so I try to get a world view on relationships and things that I talk about, right? Like, I got a a homie from Chile that works, uh, like, literally a Chilean dude at work. I got a fucking, uh, actually a Nigerian cat and another cat from, uh, two African cats. It's a Nigerian cat and a cat from Gambia, I think it's called. We call them, uh, like, Gambi or Gumby, but that's just kind of like a little inside joke at work. But... You know what I'm saying? We go through these conversations and you start to realize when you peer back, when you peel back the different cultural layers, um, sure, I'll, I'll state this clearly right now as have, have, talking to the men and having been overseas myself, uh, that a word like better isn't uh, totally appropriate, appropriate, but 
obviously due to culture for cultural reasons the women are different and I I dare I dare I say uh, wholesome isn't even a good word I, I, I'm honestly at a loss for words trying to describe it it's basically it's just a different situation American women's uh, okay let's stay okay I'm not gonna sit there and say foreign women are better or easier or anything like that but in a way you are dealing with a lot less overseas and that's why it feels like this so you're it's better to just go overseas and deal with women because it is not like the, the hard patriarchs are in place all around the world they're not feminism is taking its foothold everywhere they're literally going to collapse every economy in the world we are going to be living on a goddamn primitive shithole planet you know, after a hundred years of feminism, uh, feminism has had negative effects on society over the entirety of the hundred years it's been able to exist legally. Versus, you know, looking at the expanse of a society over hundreds of years. Like, how the fuck did you know a Sweden, uh, America? I mean, granted, America had slavery and a bunch of evil things that it did, and its hands were not clean. But a sustainable society, it definitely had that. Um, even the even the quote unquote Native Americans had sustainable societies without welfare states and feminism. Like welfare states and feminism have existed since the 1930s, the 1920 in America, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, no, no, America got its got its welfare state in 1935. I think that was one of the earliest ones. Um, the UK got it in within eight years of the female vote. Like you talk about Sweden, Sweden got it within 19 years of the female vote. America got it within 15 years of the female vote. Sweden got it with, and, oh, I said that, I'm sorry, the UK, the, the, those British feminists, they were the, the quickest with their fucking welfare state, they got their welfare state within six years of the female vote, if women want to establish a welfare state because they want to, uh, not sub, subvert so much, uh, supplement what the man does, they want to get out of that role, because they want, what they want is a man's role without having to be responsible to, for whatever that man may want. It's the same thing as... Imagine if men had a parallel system of justice that legislated them free prostitutes. Because free prostitutes and surrogate mothers. Imagine if men legislated themselves that. Because that's the equivalent of what feminism is doing in America. And I know I'm, not, I'm a little bit off the topic, but... That's pretty much what it is. It's trash. It's absolute trash. And, I, and there's nothing you can say to me that make me agree with any way... In, in a lot of the, the traditionalists and the, the anti-feminists, a lot of anti-feminists will get really mad if you insult my, my second wave, my first wave feminism. Now, clearly, if it's a human right and if it's a dignity, decency, a right to their autonomous body, not abortion, women deserve it. And men as well. But men don't have the right to the autonomy of their body because a woman only needs to possess the man's sperm and to get pregnant by him and He's gonna lose, regardless of what he wants from that situation. If she wants to abort, he doesn't. He loses. If she wants to keep it, and he doesn't. He loses. So I don't understand how they're still oppressed by men at this point in time. I, I, you, you're, what you all are complaining about at this point is biology, and we can. You can't. You, you know what? The state is these simp-ass politicians, because women are the majority of voters, are going to try to legislate to kind of correct these this gendered wrong you as you all see so the only solution to fix this shit is to make men bigger bitches to make men less masculine because women you feel that they are inferior because they aren't as masculine but i'm like your femininity is what makes you great not the fact that you want to be 
the masculine equivalent of men. Egalitarians are completely lost. I'm sorry. But what can you do? It's like they let the idiots out of the asylum and they get to fucking run rampant and say, do and say whatever they want. So nothing you can do about that. But, you know, that's more, again, more getting into philosophical issues and ideologies, etc. But if we're going to flow into what I really wanted to talk about, I want to establish a couple of things. Let's talk about value. Now, value is subjective. And like I said, I'm no fan of the fucking 1 to 10 scale that is used to rate other human beings because, I don't know, man. And, And again... This may sound like sour grapes coming from a dude that I'm not physically one of them fucking guys. I'm not, I would never qualify as a chat or anything like that. I mean, I've th- I think through sheer luck, uh, being muscular, being tall, I've been able to kind of, you know, wear the mask of a chad every now and then, back when I was single at least. Um, but, and, and I hate, even hate the term chad, but, you know, a high value male. Or, or we could say, let me, let's acronym it like the military. You know, HVM, high value male. So HVM, right? I've gotten to wear the mask and shoes and put on the coat of an HVM, um, but unfortunately, I got caught wearing it by the uh, you know by the greater society and was thoroughly ripped from those from the from that pedestal, if you will. Uh, but I have you know I've had a taste. I've sampled it. You know that not even being the point. Why I bring up value when we're going to talk about cheating because. We'll talk about cheating, women rationalizing cheating, and all of those things included. But I have to build this up because I think it explains a lot. Given the nature of hypergamy, the fact that hypergamy in and of itself is nature, and the fact that value is subjective to the individual woman, and why she, in her mind, will rationalize cheating. So, you know, first point for that, is to look to always to at least acknowledge let's go ahead and you know from the gate acknowledge like look even if it's subconscious value or how you are perceived by the woman you're with it's the most important thing like on the docket if you will um there's nothing more on the docket as far as it's the it's, it's the foundation of your relationship. Unfortunately, what her pers- especially now, now let's make this clear because the perception goes both ways, right? But you can clearly see you will get a running evaluation of her value at all times if you are with a girl and dudes break their neck to look at her, give you the odd look kind of give you that male subconscious they the male brains don't even acknowledge this but we do this as guys we will see a gorgeous woman and then look you know i the guy and whether the dude's commensurate to the girl or not especially if he's you know lower value than her we may give him a little bit of side eye nothing disrespectful it's more of just like oh that's odd you know it's shocking to the brand it's kind of like when people look at fat people you don't people don't intentionally look at an overweight person to fucking ridicule them it's just something that your brain naturally does because our brains are we're we are so powered by the lizard brain that we are not as advanced as we think we are yes we have evolved beyond the lizard brain but unfortunately it's still the most powerful entity as far as what drives and controls a human being and their actions so 
let's go ahead and go into that. Meaning, women, or no, I'm sorry, I was, I, I went off topic a little bit. So, as a man, you can clearly see what type of woman you're with. If dudes break their neck to look at her, if simps, well, if, if she's getting, her phone's getting pinged 24-7, you know what I'm saying, like that, if she's got a bunch of dudes in her friend zone or quote-unquote male friends, if she's, and not all, not all high value or very pretty women are hypergamous and slutty and, you know, are food whores and do, do all that little slimy shit that pretty girls typically do. Not all women do that, right? But, um, it's a clear telltale sign of what type of situation you may have, what type of deal you got with that woman, right? And the deal is, you know, at the moment, she's happy with you. You're the best she can you're the best she can get at the moment it's always about the moment they always say it's your turn it's it's never yours it's only your turn and that term is ring rings extremely true with a lot of women these days and, and I, i'm not being disrespectful to marriages and relationships or anything some of you guys may have going on but yeah that's completely true man i'm I, i'm sorry i don't like it i'm not a fan of that but we do have to acknowledge it and also understand that, like I said, when that when we talking about when we talk about her value, she's gonna keep the line out there. Hence, you know, when we, when dudes are talking about hypergamy, we are not saying that hypergamy is a negative thing, but we have to acknowledge that in today's day and age, in today's society, we're rewarding hypergamy. I think in the olden days, and I don't know about the olden days, but let's just say, you know, table napkin math on the olden days that a woman was only allowed to access a man's resources when she was with that man. So when she wanted to be hypergamous and monkey branch, she didn't get to leave out the door with half the shit of that man. And before banking became electronic, I'm pretty sure, you know, the man had his notes or checkbook or, you know, his, 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 where his wealth was either in his pocket or in a bank or somewhere where she couldn't just clean him the fuck out. But what's going on is these chicks are monkey branching, but they're also taking the soles and the left nuts and the right kneecaps and shoulder blades and uh, eyeball and fucking three teeth of the dude that she's previous was previously previously with. And now women are using this as kind of like the career the career ladder of a pretty girl is is dudes. It's dudes like you and me, regular dudes. We may be happy to get you know access to her stupid little hatchet wound, but the cost of it is significant, particularly for a man that she views as lower value than her. And that value is, you know, you know what I'm saying, it goes both ways, whereas how she's viewed by the general public of the, you know, general man, the, the male gender, if you will, out and about on a daily, you know, her daily interactions, etc., and how we kind of perceive that from that point. So, getting into your value. Now, the telltale signs of your value kind of not being enough is when she starts the, I don't want to say, you know, all women nag, all women bitch, all that, but like when she, when the woman essentially changes, one of the things about relationships, and it's funny, about every girl has a story about how her current man, or you know what I'm saying, every every single woman on this, or in America at least, has a story about her, her man or men she's been with have changed and they went from like angels to devils. I don't want to go into any more examples other than that. Like every chick has that fucking story and I've heard it and I'm pretty sure some of you guys have heard it 
over and over and over and over, right? You know, I was with a guy, he changed, etc. But that doesn't tell the whole story. What is going on when that guy, quote unquote, ain't good enough? In her mind, it's he changed the things about him that I like that I no longer, longer like because women are chameleons and posers. I, I talk about that a lot about women being chameleons and posers. So while women are essentially hooking the guy, it's like she likes your whatever you're into MLB, NFL, hobbies, video games, comics, whatever the fuck little stupid. I'm not saying all men male hobbies are stupid, but whatever you're into, she's into until a better deal is on the table. And she is, you know, unfortunately, women are emotional. They're not, they don't have any control over themselves when it comes to what they're doing, they're currently dealing with. So they cheat, right? This is how they, their brain will rationalize. It's getting into the rationalization of cheating in their minds is, you know, they've got a better deal. A better guy is essentially on the docket and nearly on the hook. She's got, she's working overtime to sink her claws into that guy. And your relationship, meanwhile, because you're still with her, she's still with you. She still has to kind of hold on to you. Some people, some feminists will proclaim that that's for provisions and shit, but I'm like, that's, they're kind of using verbal judo to just build up how women are gold digging whores, essentially, and what they're doing is leeching off man to man, or man that they don't like, so they're saying women are stuck in toxic relationships because they rent, because rent is too high, and in bitch speak, that's what they're saying, but in human speak, you know, the language me and you are communicating in right now, all of y'all out there is the bitch is a fucking low-value slag with no job, no resources of her own to pay her own fucking bills, and she's using some dude that she doesn't even like for those for, for provision and resources, essentially, right? But, you know, that, that sucker, and I've been that sucker, so I'm not saying men in general in this position are suckers. Those, you know, who've been there, I've been there. You are caught in a trap. You're trapped, essentially until she leaves. And now, in today's society, she's leaving with much more than she came with your shit, essentially. Not what she came with, she's leaving with her shit and yours. Man, random rain. It's actually really late. Uh, y'all know, my daytime, my real job. I just get up at random times, so y'all be hearing me in traffic and shit. Cause I literally, when I'm wearing, you know, deliveries and shit, I won't go into too much detail, but shipping and deliveries to keep me in traffic all day and night. And then I'll go home in my traffic on the way home. And that's why I make this show most of the time. Um, there's a few times where I'll be in the office and I'll make the show, you know, all that. But, 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 but. Where were we? So, and I've been, I've been going at it for damn near 20 minutes, so I kind of want to just wrap it up here. So basically this. Like, I kind of broke down how a woman's brain is going to rationalize the cheating. And that's, again, goes into what we titled the episode over. Or not we, but me. I titled this episode, you know, this series, Toxic Femininity. And toxic femininity is a real fucking problem. And uh, I, that's why... I'm going to be doing this series, and again, this isn't, you know, incel babble, I'm not on here shitting on women, hating on women, etc., you know what I'm saying, I'm, this isn't to bash them as human beings, but again, the parts of human nature do need to be curbed, like, okay, aggression is definitely curbed in men, I think, now, I'm not going to sit there and go on a limb and say that men, I, I have this desire to do it, but I think, you know, murder, conquering, 
it's a part of the male instinct. It's a part of domination, right? That's a lot of things that <clears throat> may come with domination in men definitely curbed from a legal standpoint, right? So when we turn around and look at some of the negative aspects of female nature, they're literally getting the government's cutting them a check for that shit. If you want to be a, a essentially a, I don't like the word slut, but let's say, you know, an easy woman, government going to cut you a check for that shit. And I, I, I think this question got asked on social media, on Facebook particularly, a day or, or a couple, maybe a week or so ago, and it went around, and it, I think they were just gauging, you know, different MGTOW men's perspective on, you know, what's a slut? When is a woman, you know, has a woman been with too many guys, you know, etc. And that is a hard question to answer. So for me, I just kind of broke it down like this. Here's my breakdown of it. You know, each man may differ. Every guy has their own individual, you know, viewpoint on this. But let me just, you know, here's how it break boils down for me. And like I said, y'all, y'all may have different answers than I do. But here, how, how I break this down. And I talked about this before. A slut for me isn't a woman who's single and is sleeping around. Now, well, granted, that is monotonous. Uh, I think a waste of a a waste of a young woman's time and youth. And that's not necessarily the sex. I mean, sex is fun. If they enjoy sex and they want to get dug out by big cocks or whatever the fuck dudes like to say about, you know, whatever chicks are doing, do you. I'm not hating on your life. Do you, boo. But we have to discuss the fact that a lot of these chicks are in these relationships, preying on dudes, being leeches, being shiftless, cheating, and they're, you know, cheap. Not only is hypergamy kind of like how women play hopscotch with men, but they're like, that hopscotch is like cheating. They cheat their way through life. They just date and cheat and date and cheat and date. And the dating portion is only to basically be taken care of by men because it's a woman's natural prerogative. And society's like, Feminism, particularly, feminism is intertwined with society. They're basically like, well, be a hoe. Hoe is life, basically, right? So, that's about it. Their brains are going to rationalize it. They don't view themselves as cheating, even if they've cheated all their lives. And that, to me, is worse than a girl who slept with, you know, 40 guys out of a relationship versus a woman who's cheated with 10 guys whilst in relationships, which one is worse? To me, the slut who's constantly cheating. Because you know what the fucked up thing is? In that woman's brain, she's never cheated. It's just the guy she's with never, they, they, they changed. They didn't measure up. They, they Something happened. And what happened was hypergamy. And that's why they rationalized cheating. And that's pretty much it. That's all I had to say. I'm going, I'm, I'm circling around each time to come into the same point, but y'all get what the fuck I'm talking about. Again, this isn't some professional show. I could do it a lot better. I'm working on getting it better, but I appreciate y'all for listening and sticking with your boy this whole time. Um, again, tune in for more. I'm going to be coming back probably after the long weekend. Actually, our factory is going to shut down for President's Day, so I might dip out to another state and, you know, get wild a little bit. But y'all have a good one. Enjoy this weekend coming up. And I'm out.